Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hello and welcome to the very special edition of the Everton Fan Focus podcast in tribute to Howard Kendall. Tonight I'm joined by Mark Ellis, Ben Ellis. I'm also joined by Andy, Simon, George and Dave. And we're going to uh, pay tribute to Everton's greatest manager whose funeral took place at the Anglican Cathedral in Liverpool today. George, I'm going to come to you first because I know you, you knew Howard Kendall personally and I know you're dying to tell a few stories. Well, I, I did know Howard reasonably well. Uh, I'm very lucky that uh, I met Howard Kendall. Well, I saw I saw him make his debut as a player. Really? Yeah, I did yeah. yeah. Southampton, Everton won one nil. I've been watching Everton since I've had a ticket Everton since 1959 and n- never miss. And I've seen I saw Howard make his debut as well as player manager. Uh, so I've seen him in, in every respect. And the great thing about uh, Howard, for me, there's something. Do you know what? He reminds me in a way of... Uh, I, I, somebody asked me today about him and I said, Howard Kendall, he's the John Lennon of football. You know, he's a working-class hero. Because yeah. that era of a, a manager, never mind a player, who can come on the street and talk to everybody, it's gone, hasn't it? Yeah. It's gone with what we've said in the past about you know, yeah. the gap between you know, the clubs and the players. Howard Kendall, certainly a working-class hero. And he was a working-class boy from Preston who, just, who played football. I met him, uh, actually, we're sitting up on uh, County Road, and when we got beat 5 0 by, um, you know, uh, by Liverpool and uh, the, the sending off to Glen Keeley, I, I, I had a few beers in the dark house around the corner, and I was running home. I was running home because I was fed up. I saw the bus going, I started running for the bus, and the driver stopped for me good enough and opened the doors. And I said, I don't want to get on that, I want you to run me over. You know? <laughs> and, and, he, and he laughed, and it, was, you know, and it was a good laugh. And I got on the bus, and, the, you know, he, and, it, and it, I must have looked pathetic. Some of the Isle girls gave me sixpence and everything, you know. And when I got home that night, you know, in the days before the internet, and I wrote a letter and a pen and a bit of paper, and I said, Dear Howard, you know, and about four days, I told him, we mentioned the ball, wrote to Al Kennel, not having that, you know, I'm going to tell him, if I see him, I'm going to tell him. And the, my phone went, and somebody said, hello, it's out. Well, of course, I thought, 
I thought it was the gang ringing and joking. I said, I'm yeah. going to piss off. Put the phone down. And about three days later, went again. He said, Sal, Kendall, I got your letter. And I said, oh. my God. I said, oh. He said, yeah, he said, come up. Come up and tell it. Tell it. He said, tell me, tell me what you think and tell the players what you think. And I, thought, I said to him, he said, he said, yeah. He said, come up on Thursday afternoon, one o'clock. So I went up, to, uh, went up and all the players were sitting in the dressing room. And he met me, and he said, come on then. And then he said, before I went in, and he winked at me to let me know it wasn't ever. He winked, and he said, what are you going to do? Have a go at them, have a moan. And I said, well, they're disgraceful. And he said to me, winking, he said, do you think they want to hear that? Do you think they don't know? Do you think shouting is good? What a man, what a clever man. Oh, yeah. Got me up there. Genius. And, then, and he said to me, they don't want to hear that. Lad. But if that's what you want, that's what you... He said, but you can tell them how disappointed you are, but don't call them. Lad. And he said, they want to see that. And I thought that was really clever management, yeah. man management. And he took me in, and they were all sitting there, and, you know, and then he started crying, you know. And as I was coming out... I said to him, oh, my daughters, I love all this, you know. By yeah. the way, I've still got the letter off me. I said, nobody will believe it. And he wrote to me saying, thank you for your comments. Wow. But I told him how much me, one of my daughters loved uh, Graham Sharp and the other daughter loved Adrian Heath. And he said, well, bring them up. And I said, well, you bring them up and meet them. And I went up the next week when my daughter's got photographs of them. And he, he said, oh, this is George's daughter. You me name? What Fantastic. a clever man, what a clever yeah. man. And a man who, he didn't say, I better remember, his, his secretary said he didn't whisper in his ear, he remembered who it was. And he was good to me daughters, and I knew him on and off for years and years and years. And what a decent human being. What a man to be yeah. proud of, to have as your manager. Yeah. Which is sort of what, what he should be remembered for above all else, really, isn't it? The, what kind of man he was and who he was. I don't think there's any doubt whatsoever that yeah. there was blue blood in, in Howard. Yeah. Uh, I don't think there's any doubt that he loved the club. I don't think there's any doubt that he loved the fans and stopping yeah. them on the street and having a chat to him. It wasn't useless to him. He loved it. He absolutely loved it. You know? yeah. But I told him the story about the bush you see and he was laughing his head off. He really did. And <laughs> it, it was great. I got to meet all the players. Now, to update that story, got some photographs. And one of my daughters liked Derek Mountfield as well. So I got a photograph of Derek Mountfield. Yeah. And about two weeks ago I was out with Ronnie Goodless, a good friend, and Derek Manfield there, and I said, this is my grandson, who's now 24. I said, I've got a picture of his mum with you, Derek, can we have another one? And he said, yeah. And I said, you know, we hadn't heard about Howard then, and I said, I met you in our Kendall. And he said, Ronnie Goodless come over, and he said, let's meet up in a few weeks and have a beer. Oh, and that was about sad, sad news, West. you know. It's really sad. But what a man. Yeah. What a man to be proud of. I'm proud that he's got something to do with our club. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm proud of Everton always. Uh, something, something great to be in Everton. It is. Yeah. You know, uh, everybody, you know, can say whatever they like, this and that and the other. Yeah. We're blues, yeah. and we look after each other. Can, we care for each other. Kendall, for me, it's a mass one of the things I, I love about Evertonians. It's like, it's a, you know, we, we all say we were born, not manufactured and yeah. stuff like that, but you know, Kendall was a guy who wasn't born locally, you know, he, like Alan Ball, comes mm -hmm. to the club, yeah. and you know, that hook was there when they come. It's never, you know, never left them yeah. until the day they died. And I, that, that's something I love about Everton. It's like, it's true what, what Paulie said, there's you no know, once Everton touches you, you're never the same again. Yeah. And 
And those two, you know, the holy, two of the Holy Trinities really epitomised that. You know, two, two, two yeah. lads that weren't local that, that were coming to the, into the um, into the club and were em, embraced as such, and you know, they've stayed with us ever since. Yeah. It just shows you don't have to be a scouser, really. No. As long as you do well for Everton, you'll be accepted, and, and you'll so be the magic of Everton football club. Exactly, those yeah. the players, isn't it? You know, to be honest with you, I think one of the most poignant images I've seen since I had uh, that was Colin Harvey from the main stand. Yeah, it was gut wrenching because let's get real here. We celebrate together, we win and lose together, yeah. but we hurt together. Yeah. I felt the hurt, Harvey had, and, and yeah. particularly looking at the likes of Harvey and Joe Royal. Mm. We need yeah. to be celebrating them now. Yeah. Yeah. We need to celebrate while we've got them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 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 and there's a tendency to start waxing lyrical and get raise your drink to someone after they passed on. Yeah. We need it's to celebrate. Yeah. The icons we've got. I was speaking to a guy in work the other day, and I said, "There's not many legends left, is there?" You know, Andy Gray, Philip Carter, two recent. Um, Obviously, people have passed away. Andy Craig. Andy uh, Sorry, um, <laughs> Andy King. Andy King. Sorry, Andy King. Sorry, forgive me. Um, Philip Carter, and then you've got obviously Kendall himself, and you're like, you're worried, then you're looking back, and obviously the likes of LeBowen and Ball are no longer with us, and you're looking here to a generation now of, of legends. There's not not a lot of many people around. This but again, I think, I think. Probably one of the most iconic Evertonians I, I think to ever wear a blue shirt uh, was Dave Vixen. Mm, yeah. and, and, and he's very quickly being forgotten about. Very quickly being forgotten yeah. about. And I, I remember going to a funeral in Kirby. Yeah. Dave Vixen turned up at the funeral because it was a blue. Now, let's get real here. Vixen mm. turned up, he used mm. his bus pass. He yeah. got on the bus from Ellesmere Port to Kirby yeah. and attended the funeral in yeah. Kirby. Um, I, 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 them days have gone forever. Yeah. Mm. Now, yeah. These new pampered Premier League yeah, yeah, stars, yeah. they'll yeah. never have that affinity with us sitting down this table. No. And that's why we need to enjoy what we've got yeah. and enjoy it now. Joe Royal, let's yeah. get here. Yeah. And Colin Harvey are probably the last. I know John Hurst is still here. I was at um, I, I, I was at Bob Latchford's uh, dinner the other week, yeah. and Dave Thomas was there. And you actually start realising how old you're getting. Yeah. Now, probably loads of Evertonians be surprised where Dave Thomas is losing his sight. He's partially sighted. He's really struggling. You actually start thinking, my God, uh, uh, yeah. you still see yeah. him running down the lane. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 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 that's why right. yeah. I, I would urge you, but got an idol who played forever and he's still here now. Yeah. Enjoy him. Yeah. Yes. Don't reminisce once he's gone. Enjoy no. him and enjoy him now. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. I mean, it's players like him. Um, I was at another Bob Lashford event uh, coming on five, six years ago now, and um, Alec Young was there. And, and and you know he he looked bloody old and frail in, but I was in I was in awe of him, and I, I think I managed to string two or three words to say yeah. it to him. Where you're having a good time, yeah. and that, that 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 was that was it. But you know you talk about you know legends that we need to embrace. I'm in David Francis' book about Alex Young, page 192. <laughs> uh, I kissed Alex Young's boot in 1963. I haven't washed my lips since. That's why I've got the beard. I've got a big crust so round me gob with a kiss. I've actually got guns and pants. Yeah, and I did. I run on a pitch and kissed his foot. Alec Young claims he's never claimed yeah, his well, boots. Yeah, he hasn't washed the boots since either. But do you know what? I, I, I mean, I, I'm an artist. I do theatre and films and art. And I, I, I did an 
exhibition and we work in uh, Cologne about 12, 15 months ago. And, you know, big arts, place Cologne, very elite, very posh. And he said, will you come out and do a speech beforehand? And I said, yeah. And he said, how will, how will we introduce you? And I said, don't introduce me, I'll do it. So I'm in this art gallery in Cologne, Champagne, Volavance, whatever that is in Germany. <laughs> and they're all sitting there waiting for the artists to come out. And I come out the toilets in my Everton dressing gown with my Everton undies on. As you would in the middle of Germany. And with my Everton slippers on. And I sang for them. And if you know your history. <laughs> and it, you can see that on Google. It was George McCain. Cologne in Google, you see the big. Publicising himself this far. It's a bit, it's a bit frightening. It's on YouTube, George. It's just on Google. Yeah. I think the thing is, if you know, if you if you look at what I was created, I seen him only as a manager. Um, you know, what he created in the eighties for the team. You know, um, you know, we were just unbeatable. Even when we went went behind against Bayern Munich, you knew we were going to come back. When we went behind against Luton, you knew we were going to come back. When we went, you know, the amount of times that we came back, and you know, and one things he just made us so untouchable um, and you've seen the turnout today you know around the grounds for the parade you've seen it at the Anglican Cathedral there was thousands and thousands you've seen you know once this club does such a you know nothing else is the same so you know as Simon said you know even from people out of the city it, it does mean it does mean everything and I'm sure that's as well because I, I, I was quite touched by a, a lot of um since I've got a lot of reds on my Facebook and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and I was quite touched by a lot of, lot of the memories that um, Red shared of them and, 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 and the, the love you know, that the, the they shared for Howard as well. Because it, I mean, yeah, yeah, but it, it's yeah. Um, the human being, yeah, and a good one as well, yeah. You know, and you know, he came back a second time as manager, then came back third time as manager, so he, he just kept coming back. But what he achieved in the 80s. You know, it's like I, said, I said that he had a desire to see Everton be like the very best, not just yeah. you know competitive. He wanted us to be the best, and yeah. he done what you know United take the credit for our top for top on Liverpool's record. Yeah. Really, it was Kendall yeah. in that first, wasn't yeah. it? By by removing them from top spot. Yeah, and, and we, just, we haven't had that since. I don't think. And I've seen a few comments, you know, tweeted today on Facebook about how it's just saying like all he ever wanted to do was make people happy through his, through his yeah. football. And he certainly that. I was fortunate to see him. I went to the first Portsmouth dinner. Yeah. And in fairness to him, he was awful. Yeah. And he was on with St John. And St John was dead slick and dead professional. Yeah. And he was well rehearsed and what he was doing. And it was the first time I would have done it. And he really struggled. Yeah. But he told us a tale about when he managed Notts County. Yeah. And a journalist had picked up on him having a drink problem. Right. And he said, I can't work out where this journalist thought I had a drink problem. And he run with a story, he said, so I sued the ass off the paper. Yeah. And he said, the journalist reported that I was spotted coming out of an off licence. And I had a couple of bottles in a carrier bag. Yeah. And I instructed me, said, listen, we sued the paper and we won. And he said, the basis with me, 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 me suing the paper was, I'm an Evertonian. We have far too much class to use carrier bags to put out of here. <laughs> <laughs> it was in my briefcase. And I brought the house down. I'll be drinking before we got out the shop. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah, he liked to drink. Ben, you, you saw him in, in, in Spain? 
Yeah, I was uh, 11 years old. I was in Manchester Airport, come back on a holiday. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, you say Magaluf? Yeah, yeah Magaluf. I've met him five or six times randomly. Yeah, in Magaluf, we were at a bar, and someone goes, Howard Kent was in that bar over there, but five of us, all blue, couldn't get over there quick enough. And he was having lunch with his, uh, with his, with his wife and his, and his, and his family. Yeah. And, uh, my friend, who's got an Everton tattoo on his behind, decided to get it out while Alan was having, having his lunch. And he probably told him off. He said, look, not in front of all these tigers. <laughs> it was just amazing. And when uh, the amount were 11, we were in Manchester Airport coming back off holiday. And we were in the same toilet as Howard Kendall. He was Manchester City manager. I mean, yeah, they did Peter Reed and all that. And the time, yeah, yeah. And we in, put in our Everton shirts and we said, can you sign this all? Sign this for us. And he said, those shirts are definitely. Yeah. He just. He just loved Everton football. Just like a legend, but, but you wouldn't have thought it talking to him. Just a normal guy off the street, wasn't he? That was his appeal yeah. for me. That was the thing today. I mean, I was there outside and the people were speaking about him, making speeches and that, but it was more about not... He was a great player, a great manager, but they were talking about him as a great person, more his humility, his, his humour, yeah. his personality. and. I think that's probably gone a long way. And, I mean, I didn't know personally. I'm a, I'm a younger lad than myself, but yeah. we spoke to him, didn't we? We interviewed him. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. And those, those so 10, 5 or 10 minutes that we spent with him, it was just. He didn't want no, no negatives, he wanted positives and he wanted to see the future of Everton and he, he was glad to talk about the, the past. But like the questions we were asking, we must have been asked a million times before, you know, yeah. but he answered them as if they were the very first time he'd asked them, you know. It was an interest there, and the word it? that's come through today is warmth, and that's, that's mm. definitely correct. Look at the people that turned up at the funeral, Alex Ferguson, Wayne Newton, past players like Martin Keogh. Well, well Alex like, Ferguson turned up and he looked like he'd... It, he was lost. He was like, we've seen a thousand Evertonians applauding him, and he was like, "How do we get in here?" <laughs> a thousand fucking scouts is looking at me. <laughs> but he walked in, fair play to him. You know what I mean? But I think thanks for stopping Liverpool. It's been a lot of tribute around around you know football why, in general. You know why he walked in, don't you? 
Well, we can't all fly in like you two. You've got a helicopter. You've walked in because the car couldn't get through. There was that many people standing there. The, you were there. You were there in the middle. I saw you. And the Ranger over pulled up and he jumped out and he didn't know where to go, did he? He didn't know where to go. There's that many people there, but they applauded him. And fair play, you know what I mean? He was there. To mean that he's any better than any ever told you that was there, but it was good to see him. It's great that you see someone use the um, probably. Hurts me to say, but probably the greatest manager in British football is there, is there to, to to pay tribute to a, to another to, to another great Liverpool. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, to be like honest, that, it says it a lot of things. Coming to Liverpool in itself is a bit of a risk. Yeah. 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 Well, I got a, he was about three foot away from me. I got a couple of boss photographs and a, and a tweet says a, a great man. Come and pay his respects to a great manager, yeah, yeah, and that's what it was. Yeah, and and yeah, let's get really loads of tribal rivalries between different clubs. Yeah. But we've got one thing in common: a love of football, and that's yeah. what brings us all together. I agree, Zay. One hundred percent. That was and great. In, yeah. And in terms, in terms of Ken, like Pete, you know, Ferguson was you know the one who was supposed to have knocked Liverpool off the pitch. We certainly knocked Liverpool off the pitch in the eighties. And who knows where where that would have went if events wouldn't have unfolded the way they unfolded. So, you know, I think Ferguson coming today is tantamount to show what Kendall did create um, yeah. before the riches of football came in, really, um, yeah. as well. He done it, you know, on a shoestring budget, you know, selling the nickel for how much. A lot, yeah. a lot of gambles as well on that team, weren't there? Yeah. A lot of gambles. Yeah. 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 I think it's a piece of Andy Gray. Andy Gray was forever injured. Uninsured, by the way. Uninsured. Yeah. And then sold. And then he took CD, Liverpool didn't want CD. You know, it was just a masterstroke. Second season, that championship was unbelievable. It's one of those scenarios where you talk about it and you say, you know, the, the, the planets aligned and that, that's exactly yeah, what it was yeah, with those teams yeah. and like you say that 80s I mean I I missed the 80s I, I was unfortunate to, to see yeah. Kendall Mark 2 and 3 yeah. um, but the, you know those, that 87 team is probably his, his, his pinnacle yeah. um, Paul Power it's a bit of a bit of a championship with Kevin Langley yeah. in midfield takes some doing I, think, I think that you know <laughs> after losing after losing <laughs> Lineker as well and I, I think it was um yeah. He's had a quite quite a few bad injuries, didn't he? Yeah, in the yeah. years he did. before, and he, he was really a phenomenon that year as well, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, he was. He was. I think Stevie, yeah. Stephen, and Heathall's scored double figures that yeah. season. You know, yeah. scoring fourteen goals, none of them penalties. Yeah, yeah. Derek Mountfield. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Steve Bruce getting oh. loads yeah, of penalties. Not of now, is it? Yeah. Yeah. Not yeah. Yeah. Get it now. The Kendall quality, knew what to do. the quality of the ball in that was great. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think he'd do anything for him. You felt that that the players. And the fans would do anything for him, yeah. and that's that's yeah. a great testimony. I mean, he wanted to do it for fans. Yeah, but it was reciprocal. You felt some bond, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. You know. And do you remember playing a, you know, one of Kendall's, you know, great games was when unfortunately when Hanny Patrick passed away, and that was when it, we played it switch at home in the cup. Yeah, and it was the one where she stepped up, took a free kick. Took it too quickly, put it in the top corner. The referee says you have to take that again. And he just stepped up 30 seconds later and put it in the other corner. And that, you know, that was the day that another one of our managers passed away. But you know, we signed him from Liverpool. Who didn't um, want him? Who didn't want him? Um, you know, and I remember him. I was I was in the Kremlin Road one day when he scored that um, goal at the cop ends when he done the RB sign. <laughs> Yeah, we got beat that day. FIFA we victory, wasn't it? FIFA victory, because we won the league. Yeah. But, it, you know, it, it, again, it's just tantamount to the man in terms of the decisions he made. You know, yeah. you know, he, um, in terms of Andy Gray, you know, he'd scored loads of goals, you know, and then he, he, he goes down to his house as he's putting the blinds up and has to sell him because he's bringing the Lineker in. Yeah. And then the following year, he's, you know, he's, he's selling Lineker. So he wasn't afraid of making 
big calls. City, big calls. To push yeah. Something that's cut up that cut manager yeah. right now. The goalkeeper yeah. situation, you know. Yeah. I mean, that's right. We'll go there later. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, managers live and die by the decisions that they make, and and. and Make no mistake, you know, Kendall probably lost a lot of sleep over over those decisions to, to, put, to put Gray and um, I think Catrick done it as well with the ball and yeah, yeah. You know, well, Alec Young and Joe Rowe was Catrick big nemesis. Wasn't it? That yeah. was a, Later on, Kendall story. with sort of Ratcliffe and Southall as well. Yeah, and Reed, didn't he play Reed, you know, yeah. that, that Coventry game and you know when when all the, you know the banners yeah. were around and stuff like that and you know he, he took gambles, he made big calls and you know he paid off. Yeah. He did pay off. He, yeah. he did pay off. Um, and who knows what he would have went on to achieve the greatest ever well dominant English team in Europe yeah, yeah. yeah. it's no. a shame obviously we're talking about matters there out of our hands in the end um, and he came back for a couple of spells at Everton obviously not not the best times at Everton FC but um, I think overall he'd be fondly remembered as an Everton icon that we last yeah. but that shows in to be honest lads I'm not going to start saying oh what about this spell and that spell and looking into the yeah. detail no, yeah. great yeah. manager great challenge but yeah. it, it, it never forgotten never replaced one final thing on it is you know it, it, Colin Harvey had left his position and Kendall came right back in but he said I'm only coming back if you let Harvey come in yeah. as number two yeah. so that just shows you the level of the guy the level of the guy well. right two to the uh, Holy mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, but loyalty and friendship yeah, and honesty yeah, absolutely yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. just not much is that left in well, the well, 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 yeah. yeah. great yeah. coach on. Yeah, he needed him back. Yeah, great coach, more than a great manager, Carvey. Yeah, yeah. And it's just, yeah. I mean, that, it's that transition that sometimes doesn't work. Didn't out. Harvey didn't, didn't want it. Don't begrudge it. Yeah. He said he didn't want to be a manager. He said I'll play with them every week. You know, he said I'll train them and coach them. He said, but when it comes to Saturday morning or Friday, and he said you're playing, you're not. Yeah. He said I didn't like doing that. Couldn't do it. He said Howard did all that. You know. Yeah. And and Kendall was the right at the right make of that. Oh, yeah. Could yeah. be ruthless when yeah. he wanted. Yeah, the right rapport, suppose, yeah. with the, with the, the right uh, balance. Well, you know, it's interesting, isn't it, that we we talk about Jose Mourinho trying to get stones. What does it? It's disgraceful. And isn't it terrible that Ari Kasserik got on a train halfway to Liverpool because Howard was on his way to sign for Shankly, as we all know. And Kendall got on the... um, Harry Kasich got on the train and said, don't sign for them, son, come to us. <laughs> <laughs> That's great, isn't it? That's and we're talking about £50 million pounds and fucking agents yeah, and all yeah. that. That's fantastic. And, and shaped the fate of Everton football. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Never yeah. to be forgotten, yeah. ever, ever. No? Working class hero. Yeah. Absolutely. I think that, just being down there today, to be honest, fellas, um, the magnitude of what he's achieved and on what he was like as a, as a man was a real eye-opener to me, obviously. There was men there who were reduced to tears, who were a lot older than me. And the last time I was there was Dave Dixon's funeral, and I just went to pay my own respects. I know you were there yourself, Dave. And it was touching, to be honest, and to speak to men who were older than me or the same age as me, and just have a few words about Kendall. And that, I think it's great to hear to, to sort of reminisce about what he did for the club and the man that he was, because obviously it wasn't just a player, he wasn't just a manager, he was a, a great person as well. And that, that obviously. Speaks volumes about his personality, but also as Everton, he represented Everton in, in such a positive way. Everton played Malaga a couple of years ago in a, in a pre-season friendly, and um, the night after the game, I was in a bar in Spain. Yeah. Watching the Blues is nice. And 
the, the barman said to me and the lads I've read all Evertonians are you yeah. well, give me both that Everton polo shirt so there's not much getting past them <laughs> Colombo didn't need to make that one out so <laughs> he actually said to us uh, he, he come over and he sat down with me boss and my bevy and we, we were just talking in general and he said uh, I know a fella uh, involved in Everton. Oh yeah, who was that? He said, uh, fella called down with Kendall, have you heard of him? <laughs> and it transpired that this fella, uh, Norrie O'Brien, his name was, actually played at Preston with yeah. Alex. And he started telling us tales about Howard, uh, about Howard. Yeah. And the most interesting one was saying, when he first come down from the North East, he comes down with his parents. As a really shy, unassuming young man, like and me. he said he ended up in, and let's get real here, a changing room and that environment yeah. can be quite ruthless, yeah, particularly yeah, when you're with men. Yeah, exactly. um, the ironic thing was, he said he was a bit of a loner, he was extremely quiet, <clears throat> and he said he didn't drink. He said, no, I know you'll be shocked, he didn't drink. And he said, he actually come from a quite a strict religious background. Yeah. He said, and he said, his father used to do a little bit of lay preaching. He said, now as uh, a man of many talents, actually used to play the organ in the church. Wow. He said, but within months we'd corrupted him and he was on the aisle with us. <laughs> You would never, I would, uh, uh, not have the bevy. Well, it doesn't sit comfortable in the same sentence. It doesn't smell. You get it, Sandy, get it slow, and Peter Reid said before, I'd be a bit that way. Yeah, absolutely. But to be honest, fellas, there's, um, there's been a few um, a few tributes that were passed on Twitter um, to read out, and um, basically. I mean, our fellas sent one in there as well. I thought I'd do it justice by. He's not here today, but he sent he sent this in. Um, basically, Jed Finnegan, me our fella. He's seen Kendall play in the in the um, in the flesh. He's also obviously experienced the managing, experienced some great times under them. So I'll read his uh, his tribute out to him if you don't mind, fellas. Basically, he said when I heard the sad news that our Kendall had died, I felt that I was one of my own family that had passed away. I grew up watching Howard as part of the wonderful Holy Trinity that was that was and will always remain Kendall, Ball and Harvey. Now my Alfred had always says that Alan Ball was his favourite player. It seems such a natural progression for someone we loved and trusted to be placed in charge of the club we loved so much he didn't let us down. I was there on a cold wintry night against Stoke with 11,000 other fans when this time appeared to be over for Everton. The rest is history. I was also there in Rotterdam to see Everton win their first European trophy. Howard Kendall gave me the memories that will live me will live with me until I die. I'll be forever grateful to him for that. When his career and management ended, I was fortunate fortunate enough to meet him at a special corporate event. I'm sure most of us was with him, maybe that. There was twelve of us there. They say never meet your heroes, but I was struck by his warmth. His sincere nature, answering every fan's questions, sitting amongst us, sharing jokes, memories, and a glass of white wine or two. And I think that probably represents yes. everyone who's met him here today, even myself most yeah. recently. Everybody loved him, and he just wanted to say thanks in any way he could. Everyone seems to be called a legend these days, in, in a term loosely bandied around, and I'd agree with that to be honest. But Howard Kendall was a legend as a player and manager, and most of all, 
a warm, honest, lovely human being. We've lost one of Everton's favourite sons, but we will live on in the hearts and minds of every Evertonian throughout the world, and he will fondly be remembered as a lovingly true human being and Evertonian. We salute you, Howard. Rest in peace, Howard Kendall. That's superb. And that's from me, our fella. So I'm glad to read that out there. And if anyone else would like to finish on a final few words about Howard Kendall, I think, George, you probably do him justice. No, I just think... Uh you know, remembered as a great, great player, remembered as a great, great manager, but everybody that knows him or ever had anything to do with him just felt this warmth and emanating from him and this friendliness and openness, which is sadly gone yeah. from football. So I think we're very proud to say we were at the beginning of the era and very sad to say we're at the end of an era. So, and Howard Kendall, was in was at the start then and carried it all with him I think on his on his great big shoulders. Anything else, fellas? It's just very sad. You never you think a bull like Howard would never pass away ever. Just life and soul of everything. Loved Everton. Talking about the match Friday before he passed away on the Saturday. You never. You still can't quite believe that a bull like that passes away. It's very sad. Very sad. Indeed. I was in uh, I was in St Luke's last Saturday when the news broke about Kendall. It was actually in the garden of Est in St Luke's. And to be stung there to the ground, it was on on early to be honest with you. And come out of St. Luke's and standing outside the players' entrance was Mark Higgins. And Mark was a big lump of a lad. Yeah. And he was gutted. I got quite emotional when I seen him. Yeah. He was absolutely choked. That was just the email to me. Um, I ended up putting my arms round. Because yeah. yeah. it was unbelievable. It was unbelievable. He was absolutely choked. He couldn't speak. He had tears running down his face. And I think over the years and over your lifetime as a part of the club, you have loads of players. Yeah. We will get legendary status. Yeah. You might get the odd manager as well. Yeah. Kendall's in a very small group. He was a legend as a player and a manager. Yeah. And to actually do it and both yeah. makes him more and more remarkable. Yeah. Takes some doing. I agree. I, I agree completely with that. I mean, as a younger man going there to the, today that day to see so many people reduce to tears and what it meant and the significance of it all was really a realization of. When you're Evertonian, you, you're involved in something that's massive, and there's not many legends left, unfortunately, fellas. And I'm glad to obviously listen to all your memories and share them with a, of a great person today. So, thanks very much for everyone for coming. Yeah, yeah. Cheers, and, thanks, guys. Um, we're going to close. Cheers, and, uh, raise a toast to Howard Kendall. Thanks for the memories. Thanks very much, fellas. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. 
As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. 